It's the preview show with Betway. The Premier League is back this weekend. Man United are going to be taking on Norwich. Spurs could go fifth with a win, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> Sweet Donaldson, Pukemore and Soup Campbell are back doing what we do best. Marcus is near, so I'm in charge, guys. So yeah. straighten up and fly right. I noticed every um, mention of your name on the running order, you changed from Pete to Sweet Donaldson. Yeah, yeah baby. Sweet nice. baby Jim. The gloves <laughs> are off. Mary Jane The gloves Donaldson. are off. People uh, yeah. expecting football chat can... <laughs> Sling their hook. Can you turn your phone off, please, I'm just going to turn off. So unprofessional. He's he's taking calls left, right and centre. It's one of my colleagues who knows I'm doing a show. Yeah. Are you you back into Bitcoin again? Yeah, I am. Are you trading Oh, I forgot about my Bitcoin. What? Have you not checked up how much your Bitcoin is? You carry on. I'll have a look now. Okay. Uh, Well, Jim, you all right? Yeah. (laughs) I've I've just realised I've forgotten about my Dogecoin. Oh, you've uh, got a dog coin. I don't really have it, but uh, it does exist. Yes, it does. Yeah, or it did everyone exist. opened a bit yeah. of uh, a the bit app. Of the app's tri- logged me out. I'll have to check <laughs> later. <laughs> Is it Michael Owen job. involved now in a cryptocurrency? Michael Owen got paid a bit of money to flog some nonsense. That's probably yeah. absolutely stacked. It's very much like a lot of things that Michael but, Owen have been involved but in. When Fifty Cent found out that he had several million dollars worth of Bitcoin that he had forgotten about, right. when I log into my app, it's going to be about fifty quid. Yeah, <laughs> it is. If yeah, I'm lucky is now, yeah. If I'm lucky. Yeah. Uh, well, the Premier League is back. This weekend, hurrah! Uh, Manchester United are going to be taking on Norwich uh, on Saturday afternoon. Give them a two halves midweek in the Carabao. Yeah, they're not a very good team. They're not a very nah, good team, no. are they? I think that people have put a very brave face on this <laughs> compared to what I witnessed, particularly in the first forty-five minutes of this game against Manchester City, mm. their crosstown rivals. I don't know about you, Jim, but I thought this was turgid stuff. I think yeah. I, I, from I think, United, presumably. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, Manchester didn't even try. Yeah, we did see Kevin De Bruyne said, "Yeah, we did." We did about 15 minutes on it in training <laughs> this morning. He said, we played this way a few times with the whole false nine thing. And it's like, yeah, so, you know, we didn't really do a lot of tactics. They, we just trained as usual. They had, like, all ro- they, they had like rotation players taking the mick on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, unbelievable. It, it, Man United beat them in the league. <laughs> I know. Like, managed to turn it around in 15 minutes. Yeah. Solskjaer says that the players have to start quicker. Is that really their problem? I, I think the bigger problem is that Scott McTominay, McTominay is the most important player at that football club. Yeah. That's the, a bigger problem. I think one of the problems is that the Phil Jones is basically just a gif. <laughs> Stop, to, um, Scott McDominay, as, he's, as other people have called him, right. yeah, they missed him particularly. I, I think Brandon Williams looks like a really good young player. Yeah. So, I mean, that's exciting for Man United fans who've got a tradition of bringing good young players through. Um, but ultimately, Man City are a good team and we know that. But... The, the biggest problem is probably their coach and, and their structure and everything that's going on off the pitch, which is mm. then informing, in my mm. opinion, on, and lots of people's opinion, on the pitch. I mean, you know that with 20 minutes to go, Marcus Rashford is a good enough player to, to, to lash one in and make it look respectable. Mm. But, I'll be, I mean, I'd be tearing my hair out if I, was a, if I oh, supported absolutely. a team that big against their rivals and, I, and they perform like that. Especially players who are so quick and so they've got enough stamina to work really hard. But it just seems when they get out on the pitch, certainly in the first half in matches, they just seem a bit shell shocked at the idea of running around. Well, they seem they're so inconsistent, aren't they? It's very difficult to see what the uh, what the game plan is beyond generally being in favour of the counter attack. Mm. They they seem a little just a little bit at sea in terms of what their identity is and. I mean, you know, Mourinho had a dig at Solskjaer, didn't he, saying, I wish I could talk about the future uh, in, in every post-match um, interview. And there is a sense of that with Solskjaer. There's this sort of real sense of a lack of urgency. It's almost like he's 
He speaks as if he's in charge of the youth team. Yeah. Do you know yes. what I mean? Yeah. And, he, and, he's, and he's looking ahead to the future. But, but, but Jim, the last three games for Man United, uh, obviously the Man City game, which we just mentioned, that it was it was turgid stuff against Wolves in the FA Cup. I can't remember mm. if we mentioned it on Monday, but I don't think they were shot on target for the first mm. time in five years. The game before that, they were beaten quite handily by Arsenal. What did you make of Man United's performance against Arsenal? Uh, they, were, they were second best in that they were beaten to everything first. It's difficult to sort of view that without my Arsenal hat on. Because um, I think Arsenal very much were the better team, but they shell shocked isn't is maybe a little bit extreme, but they did look like they didn't really have an answer to a team mm. that were working harder than them. It's like they just met <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. I mean, they had we're a, all professional footballers, but we've just met. They had a decent amount of of efforts actually. Uh, I mean, none of them were that sort of clear, but yeah, they they just, they just look a bit average. Yeah, is is, is the is the reality of it? To, and when they used to seeing people in those shirts, and when being they average. when they went to Norwich. You met, I, I expected Norwich to do a job on them, but May not actually beat them fairly handily. Mm. I was really disappointed in Norwich that afternoon, and, and uh, to be honest, I, I, I've been disappointed with most of the things they've done since. But <laughs> so you've got to be careful and not think, oh yeah, well Norwich are going to come to town and give them a give them a um, give them a run around. But they do need to to, to, to realise there's nothing to be scared of with May United. Yeah. I mean, you imagine May not to come at this with a win, perhaps, but but Norwich can can go there with confidence. If, well, I mean, they've, they've been poor themselves, but they should be able to go there with confidence and say, you know what, there's something in this for us. This yeah. is not, may not have evolved. But Daniel Farker, his team's just, or his team rather, just seems to um, flatter to deceive a little bit. They, they start really strongly, unlike Manchester United. So I think it will be a game of two. Yeah, yeah. Norwich will have an incredible time in the first half. Man United will be, uh, they won't probe very much and they'll just look a bit, um, a little bit exhausted almost. And then second half, just like two very different halftime team talks. Well, Nor- Nor- Norwich don't don't like a team who can put something together for more than about forty minutes. Yeah. Yes, and so even when they when they won at Everton, both goals came in the second half. They were much better in the second half than they were in the first. From memory, Everton had load more shots than them and load more possession as you perhaps you'd expect because they were at home. But so I mean, it, it, what you're saying is true, Pete. Which I've got no doubt it is. Then we're going to see Norwich are going to come flying out the blocks maybe, yeah. go 5 nil up and the main are going to go, oh, well, fucking hell, Rashford, do something. And then yeah. they're going to draw 5 Get all. Two. Well, So 5 all is that your prediction? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, Man United have lost, I think it's three of their last five games against teams who've started in the relegation zone that yeah. day. Okay. So they can be got at by, mm. by teams that you that maybe wouldn't expect. Yeah, that you maybe wouldn't expect to, to get. Is, is, from the them. Ma- is the mask slipping from Ollie's face though? Because he's got a little bit annoyed. He got a little yeah. bit annoyed with what Robin Van Persie said yeah. uh, last week. Robin Van Persie said that he didn't want to see Solskjaer smiling. Didn't want to see him being so jovial all the time because mm. United are shit. Basically, I'm putting mm. words in his mouth, but that's essentially what he was saying. And Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer said something quite catty. So like, he's taken the, he took the number twenty jersey from me. But that's all he's going to take, and it's like, just, uh, yeah. Yeah, but what, it's really, what, I don't think he's suggesting he's going to take anything else. With he's he's, he's going to, did he say something that. about how he's going to get that ring back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But actually, well, <laughs> I mean, precious. did you see what he said about Ashley Young, thirty-four years old, heading to Inter, where all Manchester United players seem to retire? Um, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer said, "I don't know what you're talking about." He got really yeah. arsy about. Well, yeah. you do know what you're talking about. You've got a footballer who's clearly talking to Inter. Mm. All the information mm. is in the question. Of yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And but, but, uh, as of this morning, as of about an hour ago, um, and when this comes out, this will be yesterday morning. Mm. Um, United offered Ashley Young a contract extension to try and stop him going. Right. So he's obviously he's obviously doesn't want him to leave. Mm. But I mean, 34 year old Ashley Young. He's had a great career, and you know. Good on him, but this is Man United we're talking about here. I mean, yeah. back in the day, you wonder whether that would be. Uh, see, this is the problem, isn't it? All we do is talk about. Well, look at them back in the day. Yeah. Look at them back in the day, and and I understand that that can come across as a bit unfair. But this is a team who spent a huge amount of money. They're a massive club, and they're in disarray. And 
I'm I'm surprised that Solskjaer is still there. Who knows what's going to happen? But, it, but you, it's don't, a you very, don't know what's going to happen. But the way they sort of set up, look at um, Aaron Wambasaka. Obviously, got a lot of plaudits uh, this season. He's played a lot of football, but apparently, no Manchester United uh, player in training has managed to get past him. So he's very, very good defensively. But in 2020, you can't just be a defender who who defends. You can't just be a, a right back who, mm. who 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 just defends. You've got to have uh, some kind of uh, offensive prowess, mm. and, and he just can't seem to get over the over the halfway line. Is that, is that, that partly because be... you're not the shit? Uh, well, they need the support. They need support from from, from their fullbacks. I think and, that and... might be symptomatic of their form, though, because I think that that generally your forward play has been a, a big part of Wampersacker's game. Um, certainly in the past, I think just. Know, well, you think this is the way Solskjaer's asked him to play? Because I think defensively, I defensively he's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. He is brilliant. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but, but my, my very, impression a... of him is of somebody who's, who's a pretty uh, decent operator at both ends of the pitch. But not this season. Mm. Not this season. He's, he's been pretty uh, uh, pretty uh, profligate uh, what do you think, across um, the um, halfway line. What do you think Daniel Farker's going to think about all this? How's he going to approach it? He's gonna, <laughs> Are you looking for an impression? Well, don't, not, look, don't look at me. I'm not Marcus. I saw um, an episode of League of Gentlemen last night and right. it really reminded me of her lip. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, it was on the BBC right. last night, the um, the first episode of the comeback series mm. where he's actually her lip's actually in a football situation talking to a PE teacher <laughs> and being really camp. Yeah, and doing a lot of um, innuendo. Well, well, just the voice is exactly like Daniel Farkas. Split that forty minutes that you uh, got from your team. Split it into two twenties. Yeah, start both halves. Works for Man City. Full pelt. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. See the game off. Uh, in the uh, North London, we've got uh, Spurs versus Liverpool on Saturday afternoon at half past uh, five. Spurs, as I said earlier on, uh, they could go uh, fifth with a win on Saturday. That's not going to happen, though. <laughs> uh, Jose's uh, points per match against Liverpool, 1.61, though. So he could get something out of this match, except he won't. They're going to lose. I don't think he's going to get 1.61 points out of it. No, Imagine that would be difficult. No. That would be difficult. If, if there's anyone that could fudge that, then it's Mourinho. Because it's <laughs> he's hacked the system. Yeah, he has, but he's got a quite... He might have a fairly good record against Liverpool, but he doesn't have a great record against Klopp. Does he? Mm. So um... and Spurs have got a lot of players out. I mean, you, you look at look at. I mean, they're they're a team that they've kept one clean sheet under under Mourinho. They need fullbacks, a striker, another midfielder, and a keeper. Mm. And if you bear that in mind, it could be an almighty blast between Mourinho and Levy at some point this summer, this yeah. uh, this transfer window. Because if you look at the devastating injuries they've had, just not in terms of not because you look at other teams who've perhaps got more injuries than them, but in terms of the players they've lost. And Dombele can't get himself fit. There seems yeah. to be a, a row brewing there. Sissoko's got a serious injury. I think he's going to be out till April. Kane's um, got a bad hamstring. Uh, Lloris has been out for a long time. Son loves now. a red card at the moment. Yes. Well, yeah. Son's got a lot of responsibility on his shoulders because he's going to fight up front against that, Liverpool. That said, though, we've seen Son you know, take to that very well before. So I think actually up front they'll probably be okay. And I also, think going against Van Dijk, he's a big, he's a big true, lad and he's quite true. lightweight, son. I can't, I can't see that uh, going particularly well, but he's an incredible footballer. And it mm. looks like Mourinho's going to be forced into playing Harry Winks, which is <laughs> like, he, why doesn't he, like, is it just the system they play? Why does he, why are there rumours that Harry Winks might leave the club? Because Mourinho likes big, magnificent specimens. I think. <laughs> yeah, it might be that. Or it might be that he just doesn't like the angle of one of his eyebrows. You never know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, can be, it could be absolutely anything. <laughs> Give me a reason why he doesn't like him, Pete. It's just youth. He doesn't like yeah. youth. True. Youth and beauty. He doesn't yeah, like he it. And he came through the academy, which is yes. just gross to Mourinho. Not <laughs> very good. What, you've never been anywhere else? <laughs> oh, you absolute <laughs> Philistine. <laughs> See the world. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, is this the first time we're going to sort of see the Jose Mourinho um, kind of uh, bus parking? Like, just kind of pack the box and then try and hit them on the brick? Because I can't see them getting anything out of this game if they don't do it. Yeah, if ever there's a time for him to try and implement that, then then it's now, isn't it? I mean, mm. to be fair to Mourinho as well, I think Spurs had only kept one clean sheet before he arrived as well. So the, the, he's inherited a lot of problems that he's having to fix, and he's joined midway through a season, which is new to him as well. Mm. So... I, I wonder if I think you're probably right, Pete. I think he won't. He will not care about this as a spectacle. Mm. In fact, he will revel in. Oh, he revels it. But they seem to. But he can't wait. He can't believe his luck. But the way they've been playing most of this season under Jose Mourinho, they, they invite pressure on themselves by not um, pressurising the ball further up the field. I, I think their their kind of pressing game is a bit disjointed. That's what people said that towards the end of the Pochettino um, mm. era, mm. where they just they just gave up gave up doing it for some reason, and obviously something went wrong there, and we don't quite know know what it is but this Jim's hit on something there this is exactly the kind of game that Mourinho loves right he 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 will back himself to do something it's on TV it's against the best team in, in Europe mm. um, and he will be the, exactly the kind of guy who comes in and stomps all over your house party yeah uh, puts out all the little jostics <laughs> and the candles what kind of house um, party did you go to well jostics and ear candles yeah ear, I didn't say ear candles <laughs> I'm not someone who uses an ear candle. Jim, have you ever used an ear candle? No, what is an ear candle? It's like pseudoscience. It's like yeah. something that people put in their ear to unblock the wax. Oh, God. Can you imagine Jose Mourinho using an ear candle? No, he did. I, de- I, I reckon he's never done acupuncture before. I reckon, not, not that I have. I reckon but. if Jose Mourinho's got a, a blocked ear, he puts a litre of Otex in it. <laughs> I Just pours it in from like a measuring jug. <laughs> I don't think he's the sort of uh, pseudoscience alternative medicine type, is he, Mourinho? Otex is valuable over the counter. What is, what is Otex? It's like, so the way Otex works is, I think I'm right in saying that your it's earwax... It's the earwax. Yeah, your earwax is slightly acidic mm. and Otex is a, a solution made up which is alkali. Stronger so washing it, up liquid. It, it, it dissolves it. <laughs> right. But, but no real doctor advises you to use it because apparently it, it can give you problems. Yeah, you shouldn't put anything... You're supposed to put olive oil to soften your ear and then go, mm. to, the, go to the doctor and have it uh, irrigated. So in a way, it's Sounds like... delicious. It's the... It's the Jose Mourinho of ear ointments, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you probably shouldn't. It will work. Yeah. It'll be aggressive. You probably shouldn't yeah. use it. Mm. Yeah. And and have you ever had your ears irrigated? I have. It's yeah. an amazing feeling. It's, it's a, a very is it weird good? feeling. It, my, it surprisingly my dad, is. Yeah. My dad was a big proponent of it, but then they say you shouldn't really do it nowadays. Oh, well, they do do it on the mm. NHS. I, yeah. I remember feeling like I could hear a pin drop a street away. Yeah. Like after I had it done. I've never done it before. Maybe like a wolf. I'm, I'm going to wait till I'm 40. I'm going to do it. I'm going to oh, it's going to be Treat beautiful. It. But do make sure that you soften it with olive oil first, because if you go to the doctor to have it done, you haven't softened it, they won't do it. Now, sorry, oh, olive, really? olive oil in your ear sounds, yeah. sounds like homeopathy. Really. No, that's a, well, that's a well-trodden path. It just right. softens it. It's no, there's no medical uh, First pressing? Um, I, my, my, my parents only ever used olive oil to soften their ears until like, I told them that you could cook with it. Does, is everyone just soft... <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "All oh, right, we were using this other oil for that." Do, yeah. do we get new oil? Do we just pour it out? <laughs> don't, yeah, don't use it again. Uh, Dickens was born in Portsmouth, wasn't he? Is he was, right? yeah, yeah. 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 That, that checks out, doesn't it? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it sounds very Dickensian. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for emails. Email show at footballrambledaily dot com, and now Jim is reading it out. Um, we've got right. a few emails today. And, right, uh, right, just, right. Yeah, it's keep, football time. Keep making that noise. I just need to make the text a little bit bigger. Jim, oh, got you need your olive oil your eyes, mate. Have you got yeah. any more emails about Gillingham? Uh, we do. Because we're going to get a load about earwax next yeah, week. Yeah, we yeah. Don't put yeah. shit in your ears, people. Any, yeah, yeah. No. Nothing bigger than your elbow. Smaller. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing bigger. Don't Nothing try to put anything bigger than your elbow in there. Right, here we go. It's suitably The text is suitably embiggened. Cool. Hello, lads. 
All right. Just writing in support of Luke's identification of Gillingham as one of the worst towns in the country. Although I've been to Portsmouth lately, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Uh, as a Gillingham fan, I've been up there plenty of times and it's usually a good experience. Priestfield is a terrible stadium, as I'm sure you're aware. The away end is built from scaffolding and I remember it being called the Brian Moore Temporary Stand back in 2003-04 when we had loftier ambitions, but they've since renamed it to just the Brian Moore Stand. The toilets were also once featured in the BBC reality series Life of Grime. The, <laughs> the town itself is indeed pretty crap. Once I was uh, once I was walking to a game in an ill-advised red rain jacket and a group of local youth heckled me as Little Red Riding Prick. <laughs> that said, nice. I'm from just over the way in Maidstone, which although a different flavour of awful, should still be considered as a serious contender to Gillingham as the UK's worst town. I'd be murdered for saying this, but it is, however, a much better footballing experience. Cheers, Tom Vaughan. So if you're from uh, either place, mm. uh, his name's Tom Vaughan, so... Tom Ball, tracking down. <laughs> Little Red Riding Prick. Out justice. Can I can I just say that I mean I'm, I'm I've, I've frequented both Maidstone and Gillingham on more than several occasions, and Maidstone is a mile better than Gillingham. Right, Ooh. a mile better. Well, we've had a lot of emails about Gillingham. All of them are from people either from there who have been there, and they've all been like, yeah, yeah, it's all it is awful. Oh, it's like thirty-one. I think one person. I think the email subject was, I think, I think it's all right, really, and that's all I could that's say. That's a landslide. That is, yeah, that's did, 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 and I've been to Priestfield, of course, as well, and he's absolutely right about that. I love the idea that they go right. We're going to put this temporary stand in, mm. and all they've made less temporary is just a name. <laughs> Taking the temporary out, and now it's just a stand. <laughs> and I will tell you what, I went there once. I went there for a South End game few seasons ago it's the first day of the season mm. and it was you know how warm it can get down in Kent mm. it's re- regularly like one of the hottest <clears> places <throat> in the UK and it must have been 32 degrees that day right. and that stand no roof it's on it buckling. Completely, you're Ooh. completely exposed you've got no roof on it and you're there for two and a half hours or whatever it's going to be come on we've all been to football matches in yeah. Spain and stuff if it's chilling and doesn't kill you the sun will get you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't, but I wasn't actually specifically talking about Priestfield which is I mean it's not great, but it's fine. Mm. It's more the town itself, but mm. certainly not the people who I'm led to believe are very lovely. Does anyone mm. kind of... Uh, they deserve being, a lot better. Being frankly. a northerner moving down south, um, I don't know where any of these places really are. Yeah. Does anybody else have that kind of blindness where you don't really know where Oh, yeah. Well, you don't know well, where well, most I, of I the towns are. I feel Kent like that about, about the, the general north. I'm not <laughs> sure which side a lot of things are on. Yeah. It'll be Watford. Yeah. And then... Birmingham. You could probably put a pin in Birmingham, Birmingham, Liverpool, Manchester, Sheffield, Leeds, maybe, and Newcastle, Newcastle. and that bit, mm. and then Scotland. That's yeah, I know right. Sunderland and, and Middlesbrough are around your neck of the woods a bit. Carlisle's the other side? Yeah. Is that right? I've yeah. been to Carlisle. Mm. Geography ramble. Yeah. <laughs> any, any more emails? Any more emails? Uh, yeah, well, we've got a few, actually. Uh, this one, if you support Liverpool or Man City, I suggest that you might particularly enjoy this one. Right. Uh, or if you're Luke Moore, indeed. Okay. <clears throat> All right, go. gang. I'm a United fan and Luke's constant OTT bitching about United is funny. I actually quite enjoy it. (laughs) Luke probably knows that it's imbalanced and lacking nuance and he probably does it for shits and giggles. (laughs) Here's what I think is a realistic appraisal of United's last few games. Versus Arsenal, United total rubbish. Newcastle, United pretty good. Newcastle made it easy, but still a decent performance. Versus Burnley, United pretty good. A solid 2-0 away win at Burnley, a decent result. Versus Watford, total rubbish. Versus Colchester, solid, okay performance against Colchester. Versus Everton, average performance against the revived team. Versus um, AK Alkmaar, good performance. Um, Versus Man City, excellent performance. Spurs, 
Good performance. Looking at these results, it's wrong to suggest United are a terrible team. They desperately need strengthening in central mid, and losing McTominay is a terrible blow. The lack of consistency is a concern, but there have been some positive and some negative performances. Solskjaer must, must be given at least one full season to prove what he can do. The judging before that is madness for me. I find the three signings last summer to reflect very positively on Solskjaer. To be balanced, his failure to secure a creative midfielder, something we desperately need, is very disappointing and worrying. He's done some good and some bad, some good performances and some bad performances. Keep it unreal. That's from Marcus Laversha. And he's not bothered by your criticism, Luke. No. And if he's not, then how come, <laughs> if he is, how come he's not? Yeah. Long email, that one. Yeah, it is. I, I feel uh, it was worth it. You got anything on that? I appreciate the time he spent to compile that, compose that email. <laughs> I appreciate that he's noticed me because I'm only in this for attention, mm. as we all are. Uh, as, as To sing the obscenity out of commentator when he's doing his job. Yeah, I thought they were a disgrace yesterday. Yeah, he's, he's, he's as not yeah. bothered. He's just not he's as bothered as, bothered as Robbie as bothered, Savage. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Burnley, I, I was just on the Burnley thing. Burnley's record at home against the top six is absolutely appalling. Yes. I think the only time they've ever, they've won in the last year or so is against Spurs, which is the thing that sent Pochettino mad. Yeah. Um, and understandably so. But thank you very much to Marcus there. I'm on his page because um, he gave Newcastle a couple of kicks as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're here for that, aren't you? <laughs> I think, to be fair, it's one of Newcastle's better performances. It's it probably rem- one of the best. Reminds me a little bit of Rafa Benitez's facts. Uh, yes, press conference where Let's Ferguson was just rubbing his yeah. hands together. Pete, yeah. um, did you see that? Um, I know you did see this because you're, you're the one that shared it with me. But I'm going to stick it out there for, for fun. Right. Um, that Newcastle United were selling Man United shorts on their official club website. Yep, enjoyable. Why were they doing that? Because not even the are, same are manufacturer. Are Bellens. Are they just merging with the Sports Direct website? <laughs> yeah. Well, well yeah. Of course it is. It's a Sports Direct <laughs> outlet. But yeah, that's that's kind of why that happened. Well, but it's uh, he, one thing you would say about Mike Ashley. He is very accurate at specifically the things that. Genuinely, really annoying Newcastle. <laughs> yeah. his, his record at like really targeting yeah. the things that they really care about. He's is very, very good. myopic mm. with his kind yeah. of like targeting, isn't he? He's yeah. like, this is going to really grind yeah. everyone's gears. Yeah. So United, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what are you, you going to do tomorrow, Mike? I think I might. Um... I don't know. I think I might reduce the size of the disabled stand. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a really accurate shitbag stuff. Yeah. He does I think really I might well. Has, Amiobi off a roof. How's, yeah. that, how's that Michael Owen statue coming along? Yeah. <laughs> so, All right. right, we've got one oh, more email. Sorry. Um, it's, uh, it's worth it. Howdy, Ramblers. It's that dreary time of year where once again nostalgia justifies dross and tedious football matches. This weekend seems to exist so that football media personalities wheel out hoary old cliches of cup magic featuring non-league grounds and magnificent cup sets. Well, bollocks! <laughs> the FA Cup has no magic and the vast majority of managers and clubs treat it like an elderly relative that won't do the decent thing and die. I.e. Dean Smith unapologetically crashing out of the competition, citing that staying in the league is his priority. Most cup sets are forgotten about within a week. If this all sounds familiar, you might remember this time last year, my proposing of a radical initiative of clubs <laughs> obtaining points for reaching the deeper realms of the FA Cup. Quick recap. The four teams that reached the semi-final each received two points. The finalists received three points each and the winner receives a 10-point bonus. A 10-point... Why are you reading out all these maniacs emails? I like They're it, but I am now. also a maniac. Yeah, yeah, true. The initiative is supposed to incentive... Initiative is supposed to incentivize <laughs> like this is happening. Yeah. Mid, mid to lower ranking clubs to play strong teams and compensate for points lost in the league campaign. The idea was wildly, widely henpecked by the ramble at large, yeah, who seems to favour the knackered mismanaged system that clogs the already congested fixture <laughs> Cup competition. the conventional top six and gives lower league sides a token pat on the back while quickly forgetting about them the very next week. And in conjunction with my radical and daring points for the reaching Wembley scheme, I would also streamline the competition by having consecutive cup weekends throughout January, February and have the final sometime in March. 
Teams that want to treat this like a winter break could do this, but miss out on the opportunity to gain the points. Also, I would scrap replays as they so serve no purpose other than fixture congestion fodder and are a woeful spectacle at best. Tell that to lower league teams that need the gate receipts. Yeah. In instead, any matches that end in a draw go straight to penalties, thus adding thrill. Best way to save the competition is making it relevant for all clubs instead of churning tripe weekends. Not really sure what that's meant to say. I'm the last angry fan and I will not stop until the FA Cup shapes up and offers a decent product. Also, just scrap the League Cup. They did it in France and they seem pretty jolly. Yours earnestly, <laughs> Damien Cunningham. Damien, do you just not like football? You don't have you, you don't have to watch it. This, is, just, this is not a helpline. Your email section is very much like people complaining about things we've done in the past. I'm for it. Yeah. I'm obviously for it. Mm. I yeah. think we need to book up our ideas in yeah, a million it's, different it's, ways. It's very angry this week, actually. <laughs> must be said. The replays, as you alluded to there, Jim, are really important for lower league teams. Because yes. you get traditionally you get half the coaches. Although we heard on OTC yesterday that Marseille um, scraped through against a lower league side in the French Cup mm. and traditionally they give their portion of the goat receipts to the lower league team yeah. they just decided not to so they're not going to nah. <laughs> that's hilarious not doing it that's doing uh, it. Oh, really that's, a, the competition. that's a Gallic shrug isn't it yeah. Yeah. That's an excellent yeah. Gallic shrug yeah. do, do, but I mean I guess if a mid-table team uh, thanks to the points they weirdly win in this new system that Cunningham has uh, come up with Cunningham uh, <laughs> old Cunningham yeah. as, uh, if they manage to sort of jump a couple of places and finish in a higher league position presumably they would get less money in League One than a middling Premier League side. So I think the League One team should get the Premier League money. I don't know higher. how any of this works. I think they should give them the Premier League points. I think they should give yeah. them soldiers <laughs> money. Yeah, yeah. You, get, you, get, you get a couple of points waiting for you when you reach the Premier League at some point. I think you they should get have a to get them, big ladder and every a big ladder in the centre of the pitch and every player has to climb to the top ladder and grab a suitcase full of money. <laughs> Mm. like uh, WWE match do you think they should be paid nurses wages I think they should be paid nurses yeah, wages I, think they should. Yeah. For, I mean yeah for the money they earn um, I would implore any of Damien Cunningham's friends who may listen to the show to get in touch just let us know that he's alright yeah <laughs> agree, agree that was emails you email show We'll be back after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. 
But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot slash ramble. Welcome back to the previous show on Football Ramble Daily, sponsored by Betway. Luke, have you got any notices this week? I don't, but what I have noticed <sighs> is that Jim did a nine-minute email section there. That's how you do it, Donaldson. Well, it's mainly just complaints, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's a helpline. It's, it's turned into a helpline. It's a feel-good experience, is it? I liked do it. Do that off-air. I enjoyed it because it gave me a bit of time to rest. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the helpline as well is also based on problems caused by us which is quite yeah. unique yeah, we just start a little club call system you know like in the 90s where you used to ring up your football team <laughs> yeah. and they would go uh, press one for transfers bearing in mind yeah. this is run by the club and obviously they would know what transfers were happening it is rumoured that uh, Newcastle United are going to buy Roberto Baggio uh, but they'd make you wait for about five no, minutes you, before they it would go. it was rumoured that the club is about to sign someone and stick around to find out who. Yeah, and just play a bit of music, yeah. really dilly-dally. Oh, yeah. yes, Steve Harper's signed a new contract. <laughs> oh, well, 8150. <laughs> yeah. it, it would be Newcastle United um, secure the signature of ace player. <laughs> it would be... Steve Harper signed a new contract. Exactly. <laughs> uh, on Saturday afternoon, the early kickoff is uh, Crystal Palace Arsenal. Roy, fearing a bit of a gubbing here. There's a lot of injuries for Palace. Mm. They are the walking wounded. They've had a terrible uh, Christmas period when it comes have to you seen uh, how many? Have you seen how many players they might be missing? It's wild. It's mad, isn't it? It's, it's wild. Four, it's like the end. It's like a Game of Thrones fight scene. It's 12 players. Mm. Hot dog. Hot dog, uh, jumping frog, Albuquerque. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would imagine that that would mean this will be pretty much safety first for Roy Hodgson, which will be a test mm. of, of Arteta if, if it is indeed an, 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 an attempt to park the bus from Hodgson. Right. Because he's not really come up against that yet. So um, I was impressed with Arsenal, the way they weathered that Leeds. It was weird. It was against Leeds, against Leeds, so we saw they come out and they won, mm. they won 1-0. I was simultaneously impressed and unimpressed. One, because they looked so bad against Leeds. Yeah. Leeds looked so good and, and Leeds are a good team. Leeds could have been three or four up yeah. in the first mm. half. But the way that he reacted and changed it and mm. they, the way they rode their luck and came, came out there with a win, I would be Gutsy. more happy about that than yeah. anything else at the moment as an Arsenal fan. Yeah, no, I was at the game and I enjoyed that very, very much. And also, there like, was a sense it would happen as well. What? There was a sense that Arsenal would turn it around? Yeah, very much so. Which but I mean, a huge team talk, half-time. Well, yeah. We talked about Farker. What did he say? Talk. What did he say? What did Farker say? Uh, what does Farker do to ruin his team at half-time? Well, apparently... Feed Arteta, them loads of pasta? Against Everton. Against Everton. Against, against Everton instead of 1-2-0 in the second half. No, 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 because this this season, quite recently... That's Norwich what I'm saying, with the exception of Everton. Did you say the exception? No, I didn't. We'll say That's it That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you Jim, can't shout on. the complete opposite of what you mean, Luke. <laughs> Otherwise, this isn't going to work. Works on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, sorry, carry on. Yeah, so what? apparently Arteta shouted a lot at half-time, didn't he? I think we can only con- con- conclude was shocked. that... Uh, Daniel Farker probably whispers a lot perhaps even cries <laughs> which isn't going to sort of inspire I can you see, I, I think Farker's a bit of a Kurt Cobain 
Like, I think half the, he keeps pushing his hair behind his ears. Yeah, he's looking at the ground, yeah. staring at his navel, talking about how um, he'd rather be hated for something he is than love for something that he isn't. Mm. And um, then, um, yeah, well, well, yeah. His uh, jumper sold. Uh, Kirk Cameron's jumper sold for like four hundred thousand. I saw that. Which one? Stank. Oh well, of course it fucking stank. I mean, yeah. Which jumper? jumper? I don't know, but uh, just the famous jumper. Is it striped jumper? Like, yeah. Um, little the, stripe, from the stripe smells stripe. like Teen Spirit. Hoops. Yeah. Black and Hoopies. red hoops. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah. Celtic. Dennis the Menace. Yeah. Dennis the Menace. Yeah. yeah. Jim, you were talking about Arsenal at Sorry. halftime. I was, yes. Did um, you hear the halftime team talk for where you were sat? Um, mm. I could hear ah. vague Iberian fury, so I assume it was Good that. band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the halftime entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Um, so actually, I, I was I was just... Uh, I was, I was in... At halftime, Sam and I were mostly talking about the £17.50 um, cheeseburger you can buy there and how we're going to just bite the bullet and buy it next time we That's go. That's got to be a good one, um, isn't it? Well, you would hope. What'd you get in it? Mm. Uh, it's, I think it's a double cheeseburger with bacon in it, which Marcus hates, which is mental. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, stay tuned on that if you're interested in my taste buds. What makes it so good that means it has to be £17.50? Mm. Um, Meza Ozil. What? Meza Ozil's wages. It's scrapings. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so no, uh, going back to actual football, which we bloody have to, no which way. we don't because Marcus isn't here. Yeah. Um, I, I was I, like I said, I was impressed by Arsenal's turnaround at half time, but I did expect it in a way that I wouldn't have done un, under Emery because mm. uh, that intensity that we've seen that we saw against Chelsea and against Man United just wasn't there in the first half. We were even wondering was it the plan to sort of I don't know concede possession a little bit and just maybe test out different methods of playing, whatever they were attempting in the first half if it was deliberate it didn't work mm. um, but yeah the, the second half was just much better and they, they really realistically didn't look like losing it the Leeds fans were amazing it's got to be said as well there were more than they would normally be they had a, had a huge allocation but they were significantly louder than the home fans when, which when, is not that unusual but like it was notable even in when that Leeds context. were in the ascendancy and Arsenal looked a bit rough did you do uh, Alex Ferguson it's been revealed that during the City loss he just went to his office I presume he still has an office there and uh, drank red wine alone <laughs> <laughs> That's really Who did sad. That That's really Who did Ferguson, that Fergie got so angry during the city loss. He just uh, oh, he just God. chipped off and drank some red wine and that, alone. And that, and that office is probably like a, a cupboard now. Yeah, so well, yeah, that probably dusty, Yeah, probably like. Um, Who's responsible for keeping that in good? Unless nick? it was uh... maybe it's like hermetically sealed. Do you remember when they um, remember when they broke into Saddam Hussein's mansion and Uday Hussein's um, uh, like bed was kind of like encased in plastic? Huh. I always think of like that maybe Alex Ferguson's office. <laughs> I mean, so presumably would it not just yeah. be the manager's office? Because if Oli Gunnar Solskjaer <laughs> comes in and you've just got a pissed up, depressed Alex Ferguson <laughs> sat in your chair. <laughs> I'd not to make that. you feel great. I'd is it? definitely take that. That'd be wonderful. No, he's obviously got a role there, but I'd, I'd, I mean, does that mean you get to keep the same office? Probably I presume it's in an office. I presume he's got a little room that he can go to to have a have a shout about Oleg and the Sunshine's tactics. Have you got one of those? That's just my head. Before we Sitting came on air, you said the only spare room you've got in your house is the toilet. Yeah, yeah. And you, and you if I want head... some peace and quiet, I got to stick my head down the toilet. <laughs> it's like a little kind of like my little quiet place, yeah. my happy place. You might I, say. I have a cupboard. For my shouting room. <laughs> do you do you, uh, Jim? Do you see uh, Cavani uh, heading to uh, to Arsenal? Yeah, I've, I've seen put the a bid in apparently. Yeah, I can't. I'd be very. I'd be delighted. I don't buy it personally. But I would be <laughs> very surprised given that you know we're already trying to force two central playing strikers into the team. Right. Oh, it's so, definitely what I need. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, Jesus, wet. Stick him yeah. in the back. You can see that. Yeah, I, I don't think there's anything to that. No. Yeah, I, th- I think that's well, Arteta, Arteta's all already uh, in 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 pre-match uh, chats with the team. He's already been talking about non non-negotiables in mm. the dressing room. Mm. What are your non-negotiables in life? Jim? Um, seeing me stick my head down the toilet. 
well, I don't really. I've learned that I can't control you. <laughs> so Damn right, my, baby. I've my peace with that. Damn right. All my non negotiables in life. I'll always go for brown sauce over ketchup on a bacon sandwich. Yeah, you're a pervert. Leicester yeah. City versus Southampton. <laughs> Saturday at 3 o'clock. Saints obviously hoping for a slightly easier match away from home after their 9-0 pounding. That was a great night. We were in Newcastle. We were watching it backstage. Luke could not be happier watching. Oh, and also amazing. a bit annoyed, strangely annoyed about his uh, his big rivals getting absolutely pounded. No, I was, I was annoyed for two reasons. One, that because... Um, you know a few Southampton fans. No, I wasn't. I, 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 I was pleased that they were beaten. <laughs> but I was annoyed just for the fact that, you know, sometimes you can forget in football that just because someone supports a rival team, mm. that doesn't mean they're your enemy. Right. And I was annoyed because I imagine a lot of people work really hard to be able to afford a ticket to go and watch their team. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter that it's a rival team to mine. And for them, that, that those players to turn out that performance was embarrassing. Mm. I was then simultaneously annoyed that... Um, they didn't score 10. 10. And then after that, I was annoyed. I had to go back on stage because I wanted to carry on watching it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there was a lot of annoyance going on. I but was a bit annoyed that Perez got a hat trick. It was great because Sam sat down the front and kept shouting out whenever Leicester scored another one. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and everyone went, Ray, every time. <laughs> it yeah, was fantastic. Fun. So they'll be getting some, presumably they'll have some kind of Vietnam War style flashbacks yeah, about this game. Absolutely. Well, they've, they've, Leicester, um, are at Leicester are at home. Should be more. Should be more. Should be more. Well, well, should, double. But Southampton have only conceded thirteen goals since that match, yeah, which was eleven games ago. Yeah. I think only Liverpool and Leicester themselves mm. have conceded fewer than that. Yeah. So they really, really have turned it around. It'd be amazing for Leicester to just smash them again and <laughs> go for the ten. It all just unravel. <laughs> Nine nil immediately. They've got uh, Vardy back after he spent a bit of time out. Apparently, right. so. what you need, isn't it? Exactly what you want. But one, one, one thing that was interesting after that 9-0 Southampton was that the people around the club were saying, look, the decision was taken not to remove the manager because they thought there was a real problem with the players and they felt that he had made progress with them and it mm. wasn't a job that a manager could sort out. I heard out you say that quite a few weeks ago. Yeah. And I thought, yes, that's a great plan. And they've done all right ever since. I mean, mm. they, I mean obviously, Southampton aren't a, aren't a team who are going to win every game in the Premier League, but they're 12th. I mean, yeah. it's, mm. it's fine. Uh, compared to how they have been in the past on occasion. So this is a tough ask for them, though. And Leicester are obviously going to take a lot of um, confidence from the last time they played. But I believe Wilfred indeed is not going to be there. Right. And he's um, he's obviously been an important player. I like that. It's not going to be there. Yeah, but yeah. he's got he's got a, like a family thing. He's got like a booked. family dinner. <laughs> it's double booked, yeah. Well, on yeah. Uh, on Wednesday, Leicester Villa obviously uh, ended a goal apiece in, in the Cup. Uh, Grealish, I know we talk about uh, Grealish because obviously a focal point and he's the kind of player that if they went down would probably find another club in, in the Premier League. But give him the ball and the whole team just relaxes. Mm. Uh, and I thought it was a really good uh, performance against, yeah. uh, against Leicester. And Tom Heaton uh, is out. And what are you worried about? Nyland is is one heck of a back. He played well, Le- didn't he? Leicester was smashing balls out. He him made and, some uh, good saves, and it's a really yeah. good it's a really good um, a, a really good draw for Aston Villa away from home. Yeah. I, I, know, I know Leicester played a bit of an experimental lineup and, mm. and changed it around a, a, a decent amount, but um, I mean it's great. I mean Villa have got every chance now of getting to a, getting to a cup final, yeah, um, which is which is a huge thing for them, mm. definitely. But obviously they have to stay in the league as well. You would imagine that's their focus as well. Yeah. Uh, do you see the uh, Southampton social media uh, wags talking about this uh, this match this weekend? They uh, they did a little video of what um, words they muted on Twitter. Right. Mm. Did you see this? It was basically uh, they've muted nine uh, nil. 
uh, muted the word Portsmouth and I think Pompey and also welcome to Liverpool, obviously. Because um, we're players. Lot of players. <laughs> why, would you mute the word, why would you mute Portsmouth and Pompey? I mean, that's, surely you want a little bit of back and forth. Yeah, you want a little a bit of interaction. Yeah. I think it was just all one big joke. And that's uh, the thing, isn't it, now? Because football clubs exist in two ways. They exist to have football matches on the pitch, mm. but they also exist to have wacky social Bants. media presences. Mm. Yeah. I think uh, somebody pointed out that Peter Hutt did a bit of bants yesterday when Liam Gallagher said that Noel Gallagher, blah, 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 wanted to get Oasis back together. I don't talk about Pete's... this for Marcus. Though, <laughs> I know, I know. Sorry, mm. mate. Uh, Peter Hutt uh, basically tweeted, oh, why don't you get together over a pizza? <laughs> <laughs> the most oh, wow. homeopathic levels of bants I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. <laughs> Fucking Seriously, awful. So, but to be fair though, if you've got to show solidarity with the social media uh, executive there, because there's some managers who probably had a massive pop at them earlier in the day. <laughs> get more involved! Get more, get more involved! Yeah. Snap his and this brow-beaten kind of... So it's just <laughs> gone, oh, uh, what do we do, pizza? Yeah. Um, have a pizza? Oh, yeah. Iran America, why don't you have a <laughs> oh, pizza? Fuck Imagine if you were running the social media account for Pizza Hut and then after your, in your monthly review, they looked at what you'd been doing and all you'd been tweeting was... Uh, everyone eat more pizza <laughs> over and over again mmm pizza, pizza is nice is that all you've done no a, a picture of pizza here that's not even one of ours you haven't even talked about huts <laughs> for crying out loud um, obviously we're, we're a couple of weeks or a week into the uh, transfer windows probably uh, bears uh, repeating what has happened uh, the cogs are starting to turn a little bit Danny Drinkwater to Aston Villa John McGinn's out obviously so uh, he's they're obviously going to be hoping that he hits the ground running Is Danny Drinkwater still a footballer? I don't know he, I couldn't figure out why he just couldn't get his place at uh, his Burnley, Burnley was that one? Yeah. yeah just it, apparently Ranieri's name for him was Drinky which I learnt recently which I enjoy immensely That's lovely Come on yeah. Drinky That's play lovely. some bloody football games but I think he'll get his chance here because Villa do need uh, bodies in the midfield just, He hasn't played consistently for such a long time though, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, I was disappointed he didn't make that England squad and then ever since then, yeah, and ever since it's gone, it's gone <laughs> it's downhill gone for him. Yeah. But um, twenty nine now. Hopefully, he can turn it around. I mean, the thing is that there was there was talk that he wasn't actually going to go there because Aston Villa was saying we are not paying that amount of money for his wages. Right. right. So you need to lower your uh, lower your. Exp- I think like one hundred and ten grand a week. That's saying. a lot of cash. That's a, a lot, lot of scratch. Money. Yeah, a lot of money. Mm. Um, that's that's absolute radio Presum- wages. Presumably, that's absolute radio presumably wages. Presumably, Burnley weren't paying that. I don't know. I mean, I have no I mean they're paying 45 account. grand a week to Joe Hart so who knows <laughs> <laughs> Listen, mate, you can do this all day the, <laughs> ul- Sorry, the ultimate example of that was when John Utaka was getting paid more than Cesc Fabregas isn't it come mm. on at Portsmouth Peter so. Utaka's uh, one of the big J League uh, breadwinners let's say is he so makes a lot of egg cash. on your face yeah, so, yeah. So, keep oh, it in the family I feel stupid now the Utakas <laughs> in their big mansion are they related yeah yeah they're yeah, brothers yeah Cool. I love Peter Utaka's Instagram. I keep on talking about it. Got any highlights? Get involved. She's got a big head. Um, <laughs> mi- uh, Liverpool, uh, Minamino, the, um, the Japanese uh, football uh, from... Where did he come from now? He came from Salzburg. From Salzburg, did. Did, yeah. did you see um, that video doing the rounds with him? Oh, by the way, sorry. Oh. And who are not in any way related to uh, RB Leipzig. It says here. Okay. Carry on. Yes. Yeah. Good. Thank yeah. you. Raz- Razenball. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's that video of Minamoto uh, doing the doing the rounds of him like Minamino. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of him just like volleying balls at a goal with loads of like cards in it and yeah. knocking them through. FIFA style. Yeah. And it's like he he misses loads of them. <laughs> it's very like, underwhelming. He does better than it? any of us would. Yeah. But it's not like this. Wow. <laughs> you, you guys were. I mean, you guys were giving him all sorts in the group chat yesterday. I actually think he did quite a good job under uh, pressure in the time. Yeah. He did do a Come good on. job under. He's a professional footballer. But it's just, it's a it's a hard thing to do. That's uh, like it's, if you get all of them 
and you're sort of volleying with both feet and doing overhead kicks and stuff, great. But it's just just a bit of an underwhelming watch. <laughs> people bad, are used to a high back. Bad social of... media, and that is what the show is about. Yeah. This, this, is it better than the pizza? Awesome, that. Is it better than the pizza art content? Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. really is. But he's kind of playing that. From what I saw in the uh, in the derby at the weekend, he's sort of playing in that kind of Firmino role. He looked a bit kind of. He didn't have the ball a lot, and, and he kind of like he was, he's all on his toes. Mm. A lot of toe punts. It was very, um, very direct and forward thinking, mm. though, isn't he? Which is what's so good about this Liverpool team. I worry. I worry about whether he's uh, going to uh, get many matches. Though. Do you, but, yeah. as someone who is, is so fond of Japan, mm. uh, do you feel particularly invested in Japanese players in the Premier League? Um, I mean, we've got one, yeah, <laughs> and he's not very good, so no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Man United uh, are back in the hunt for Bruno Fernandes obviously Pogba and uh, Scotty Max out so uh, th- is that ever going to happen is he ever going to move because we obviously saw him um, last season in, yeah we do I mean, Lisbon, didn't we? I'll give you a pass because obviously you wouldn't have heard OTC yet because um, we're recording this pretty early you wouldn't let me in the room no. I, try, I, try, I wanted to helm that as well Fernandes is um, we talked about it a bit yesterday um, mm. so check out what Andy Brassel says there but I cannot remember so. <laughs> <laughs> hang on so you're saying Pete you weren't here for OTC I'm giving you a pass because you wouldn't have heard it. Right. Um, Sounds like you haven't heard it either. No, I can't can't remember it. So, Jim, it's over to you. (laughs) Do you think I've got yes or no? (laughs) Give us a yes or no answer. No. Right. Nuclear war. Yes or no? Absolutely not. Right. And if people think he's going to offer the same thing that Scott McTominay offers, they're very much mistaken. (laughs) Uh, Pepe Reina. Might be going to Villa, apparently. Well, Pepe, listen, he needs to do what every other person needs to do in Milan at the moment and get mm. the hell out of the football club because it's an absolute nightmare. Oil slicks left, right and centre. And again, mm. Nicky Bandini talked about that great length yesterday. Um, sad in a way because it's a proud club and all the mm. rest of it, but they're in a terrible state. Uh, and um, it's not, it doesn't look like it's getting an awful lot better. So, I mean, how old is Reina? 37? Yeah, uh, yeah, he's, he's cracking on. Just let him rest. Will just people just let that man rest? He's an amazing cheerleader for the Spanish national team. Yes. Can he do the same for Villa? It'd <laughs> be great if he could. Probably not, you'd imagine. Uh, right, it's time to uh, learn. Oh, before you go into f- four to score. It's time to learn. It's time to learn. <laughs> Luke, it's time to learn, my well, friend. Well, then let me teach you this. Okay. Um, did you see what happened with Don Dolk? No. In the League of Ireland. Okay. They got a march stolen on them when it came to unveiling their new signing because a girl spotted it on the guy's Tinder profile and leaked it. Come on! <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is brilliant. So he had on his Tinder, Dundalk footballer, and he hadn't been officially Love announced. And she, and she broke the news. It's a good... Look, it's great that he's keeping his pictures up to date. Yeah. But the pic- not resting on his laurels, 10-year-old photos. And Pete, your part internet here. Right. Was it, is it right or wrong that I saw that and I thought, that's brilliant, and I got cynical thinking, I've done that on purpose. I think that's Maybe, a very yeah. bold. A very no, no, I'm having it. I'm having it. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Nothing's the organic anymore, is it? Yeah, I'm mm, in the loop camp. Maybe you can't have anything nice nowadays. Yeah, but I super like the story. I look forward Great to story. the uh, Christopher Nolan adaptation of the story. Mm. Yeah, uh, Betway's for a score, Lukey Moa. Yes, it's free. Uh, just pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches each round, and if you're correct, you can win up to a hundred. Well, I think it's hundred seventy-five thousand. I'm going to say now. Holy let just, bloody wow. moly! Let me just double check that live. Excellent, scratch, Jim. What would you do with that amount of money? Well, uh, don't answer that because it's actually two hundred thousand. What would you do with oh. more money? <laughs> uh, Imagine buy... what you were going to say and then add a speedbot to it. <laughs> buy a London property. And it would not be enough, would it? Would Thanks, not be Jim. anywhere near enough. That would be a garage in it. All right, that's a trampoline. All right. Cool. I'm just actually typing speedboat for sale into Google. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you get a decent looking one here for three grand. You know what? Mooring fees, though, mate. Yeah. You know what? A, 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 a butler's average wage in London is pretty low. 
So I might just stay in the flat above a chip shop that I rent and just um, have a butler I for four gonna, years. I thought you were going to say become a butler. Earn <laughs> <laughs> some more money. Yeah, um, yeah, two hundred thousand um, pounds. If you're correct, um, you get the first goal scorer correct in each of Betway's four selected games. Um, head to betway.com forward slash four to score. That's uh, slash the number four and then to score. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game for obvious reasons. And further T's and C's apply. Game one is Wolves v Newcastle. Jim. I have gone for Raul Sangriento Jimenez. When Ooh. will you learn? When, uh, stop this. When this ends. <laughs> so, stop I, I, this, Jim. It, it ha- it's, it's got to happen. Surely. If, I, if, if it gets into the situation every week from now on where you've got a Wolves game, do you want me just to put Raul Jimenez in there? Yes. Okay. Uh, unless he scores in this one, in which case I feel the curse is broken. I think this is probably a good in, insight into the sort of... Um, fucking minefield of anxiety that my mind is that I get myself back myself into a corner over just picking a Wolves player I thought you were uh, going to say yeah. the minefield of anxiety that Newcastle United is and that yeah <laughs> it's more of a malaise um, so you've got Raul Jimenez uh, Pete you've got Spurs v Liverpool I have I'm going to go for, for uh, Hyung Min Son thank you even though you've said that Tottenham have got no chance of winning the game yeah but he might he might nick mm. one at the start Watford are now the best team in the Premier League so I'm going to go for Troy Deeney against Bournemouth <laughs> that's my game and Marcus in Villa versus Manchester City who do you think he's gone for, guys? Oh. I can see it. Oh, of course you can. So shared of I can't. Yeah. Uh, he's, gone, he's gone for Raheem Sterling. Has he? Um, who may not play, but we shall see. I think he will, though. Um, so that's £200,000 if you get all those first goal scorers correct. Betwell.com forward slash four to score to play. You must be over the age of 18 and do bet the responsible way. Guys, it's the last day of school. So I present to you it's not going for gold. What? We've got a new game for mm. one week only that has many similarities with going for gold. Okay. okay. It's the masked winger. Who's under there, under the mask? Let's see if we can figure it out. Let's see if we can figure it out. It's the mask winger. I'm really proud of the last bit. I'm yeah. really proud can of the last bit. Can I just bit. ask? Drum work, excellent from that you. That was absolutely staggeringly good. Thanks. Mm. Did you do that all yourself? I did that all myself, as in I bought the music and then sang over the top of it. So you're not paid someone 200 quid? No, I paid a library of music £13. That's a much more... That's that a was £13. <laughs> so you've, you've got a whole library to torture us with now. Yeah. Can we hear yeah. it again, please? Yeah, if you want. Who's under there? Under the mask. Let's see if we can figure it out. Who's under there? Under the mask. Let's see if we can figure it out. It's the mask singer. Winger, not singer. <laughs> that is a contravention of many copyrights. <laughs> it's the masked winger. Under mm. a mask I'm is Pete. a winger. You have to guess who it is through a selection of clues. And it just says here, um, any similarities uh, <laughs> are accidental. Yeah. Uh, and coincidental. Yes. And they should not be mistaken at any point for any other game show outlet. Please. Either here or abroad. copyright responsibly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. So we're basically doing going for global. You've got a box Shut on your head. Shut up. That's okay. exactly what we're doing. Right. Okay. Describe to people what you're putting on your head. 
um, a little, I'd call this a docket. It's like a little bin in it. Yeah. So I'm putting it over my head. I am now the masked winger. <laughs> Why is your arm in there as well? Because otherwise the, he- the head goes through the top. Oh, God. I was born, <laughs> I was born on the 8th of April, 1987. This is putting me off. Is it putting yeah, you off? Really yeah, it really is. Yeah. Go wrong up. Stop. Jordan Shakiri. No. Just thinking of boxy things. Can you even, can you even see the clues? <laughs> yes, I can. Okay. Um, Don't you be looking at them. Um, 87, you said. So yes. he's 32, possibly 33. Mm, mm. Um, I'll have none of these delaying tactics like Marcus does. Stop. I'll go for... Um, oh, God. Uh, I've no idea. James, Mil- James Milner. <laughs> James Milner, okay. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, I've played football in Spain. I play football in Spain, the UAE, Turkey, the Netherlands, and England. Stop. Ryan Barbel. <laughs> it's not Ryan Barbel. Stop. Alfonso Alves. No, it's not Alfonso Alves. I was named player of the tournament at the 2007 Under-21s uh, UEFA European Championship, helping my com- country win the tournament for the second year in a row. Stop. Is it Hatem Benafa? It's not Hatem Ben Arfa. Despite early success at the aforementioned youth level, I only made one appearance for the full national team. Stop. Is it Adal Tarat? It's not Adal Tarat, but love to hear his voice. Can you read that him. one again? Uh, despite early success at, youth, uh, success at youth level, I only made one appearance for the full national team. Hmm. Yeah, I'll go on. Right. I currently play for Dutch amateur club, Kazakhstan Boys. Stop. John Bostock. <laughs> no. Stop. Um, Patrick Cliver. No. I have reportedly fallen out with several managers, including Jose Mourinho and David Moyes, uh, due to my wayward lifestyle. David Moyes. David Moyes. David mm. Moyes. The ferryman. <laughs> oh. Stop. Um, Antonio Cassano. No. Mm. I have dated Spanish Playboy model uh, Malena Gracia, opened a clothing store and a perfume shop, and also I started a record company. Stop. Is it um, uh, Ike Casillas? It's not Ike Casillas, For no. For sake. I fell out with... I've named probably, every player, Jim. He must be wrong. He's fallen out Mourinho and Moyd. Mm. Oh, I see what you mean. Um... I'm moving on. Yeah, right, During a lawn spell at Everton, I was rumoured to have turned up at Finch Farm training ground with several women for a 2am raunchy hot tub session. Remember, this is a winger. It's the masked winger. Oh, it's always a winger. You didn't yes. make that clear. It's the masked winger. What do you think it was, fucking was? I thought you were just doing a pun on singer. No. no. Boxed weirdo as far as I can tell. <laughs> oh. Nothing about this is normal, Pete. No. Um, raunchy hot tub session. Oh, stop. Two clues left. Winger. Stop. Um, he has to be a winger. Yeah. So all my other guesses have been completely poor. Well, not all of them. But <laughs> I know, that's why I said no I mean, to every last one of them. I probably shouldn't have guessed Ike Casillas. <laughs> I think you're conflating uh, Spanish Playboy model stop. with TV presenter. Oh, he, he, not he, for the first time. He went on loan to Everton. Yeah. I can't think. All right. Mm. On my debut for Real Madrid, I scored a 40-yard scream in the Spanish Super Cup and during my first season in La Liga, I played regularly, keeping Marcelo out of the team. You'll definitely get it from the last clue. So, fingers on the buzzers. Go ahead. In 2016, I retired from football for two years to pursue my rap career. Recording songs with my friend Unique and performing under the name Roya Two Faces. Stop. It's Royston Drenter. Luke Moore wins. Not that. Luke wins! Who's under there? Oh, 
under the mask. Let's see if we can figure it out. Thank you to Ross for the clothes for that one. This has been the... (laughs) Stop waving. Under the mask. Let's see if we can figure it out. This is the best song ever. It's the sound of the summer. This is this year's Get Lucky. It's the mask we are. People are complaining. Look, it's not as bad as Luke's game, all right? Fuck off. Jesus. (laughs) Preempting their complaint. Actually, to be fair, that is all the email inboxes now. Yeah, yeah. just complaints. Um, <laughs> have you had fun, guys? It's been all right. Mm. All right. I enjoyed it. I miss being good at this game. <laughs> well, thank you very much uh, for listening to the preview show sponsored by Betway. Uh, thank you to uh, Marcus Spella for returning on uh, Monday. Uh, we'll be back very soon. Bye. This was a Stakhanov production. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.